Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. How are you? I'm good. Lovely. Um, I'm getting a new toy, a cooking toy to play with. Oh. Um, as Jamie is, it's been, you know, uh, you know, I've gotten into barbecuing and smoking and making, you know, different types of meat preparation, if you will, making mm-hmm, foods. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny enough, your dad... Um, <laughs> apparently has become a big fan of, of like my making steaks and stuff. So the other day we were doing something and he's like, do you want, would you ever want a Blackstone? Which a Blackstone, if you're not familiar, is one of those flat top like griddle cooking. Like if you've ever been to a hibachi grill place, that's what they cook on. Because mm-hmm. a, a friend of ours got one and I was like, yeah, you know, maybe it's not like a pressing need, but you know, I'd like to get one. And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I saw one at, you know, they had one at Walmart, a good price. And uh, and they had one at Costco. I didn't get it, though, at Costco. But uh, So I saw it. And it was a good price. And I was like, oh, that's a good deal. And then he's like, well, do you want it? And I was like, well, I, I, well, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I might get it. And he's like, no, I'll get it. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> because <laughs> he wants me to cook with it because he wants, like, shrimp fried rice and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, well, if you use it, I'll get it. Like, Specifically shrimp fried rice? That's what he said. Oh, okay. And I was like, All right. okay. So uh, it's ordered. It'll be here Monday. So I have a new uh, a new cooking toy. that. I love that. You know what, though? I'm going to benefit from that, too, because I get to eat the food that you make. True. So, True. So I I'm, ha- I'm happy about I this. I have some ideas for food. But yeah, that'll be okay. a new a new toy that will uh, make the need to eating out 
outside of Disney basically pointless, but lovely. I say pointless, not pointless, but <laughs> <laughs> for the most not part, pointless. it makes going out to eat. I'm like, I could do that, but uh, but yeah, so that's what's going on. A new toy is showing up on, on Monday, but yes. we actually won't be here Monday because we'll be at Disney because we're going to go on yeah. Sunday night for a couple of nights. Yeah, we, we're going to head down there on Sunday afternoon. Which is going to feel really weird. Um, And we've got some other Orlando stuff that we're going to do first. And then we're checking into All-Star Music. Pretty classy. Very. You know know what? I hope it's the country section. (laughs) I hope so, too. Only just because I think that would be fun. Um, The giant boot outside. I don't don't think you've ever stayed in music. Have you? I've never actually. I've been to music. I've never stayed at music. Okay. Um, I stay there. It's been a long, long, long time. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm excited to stay there again and see the refurbed rooms because they are much nicer than they were before. True. And now we don't have to pay for parking. Yay. It's free. That's it's, it's almost, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's lovely. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Bob Iger. Question mark. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we're doing that. We're checking out happily ever after returning. We'll, We'll uh, watch the last harmonious showing ever. We've got some dining plan and, you know, the grand opening of Tron officially. So, yeah, we got lots of stuff uh, going on in the next, well, I guess it's Sunday through Tuesday, which feels very strange. Tuesday at the end of your trip, that's, it's, we don't usually do that. It's a little, it's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'll be fun. For sure, it will, and obviously we'll be doing some live streams, and we'll do some vlogging and things, yep. and uh, all that. But and we do have some news to talk about today, as there's there was some. Uh, I wouldn't say Disney's had some great news as of late. Uh, oh, there's been yeah. some firings, uh, and some of the stuff we'll talk about, and then we're going to talk about today our favorite snacks at Epcot. We talked about Magic Kingdom snacks a couple weeks ago. Last so, week, actually. Was it last week, okay. Yes, well, we're going to just keep going over the snacks. My weeks are blending together. Yes. Uh, so we're going to talk about our favorite snacks at Epcot. But before we get to the news, I just want to remind everybody: if you want even more content, live streams from the parks, you want live streams, live streams and extra shows that we do here, uh, everything like that, you should look at joining Club 32, which is our private group where uh, you, you know you join there, help us continue to fund the operation here, you know, keep the lights on, all that stuff. And in return, you get extra shows like Cool Kids Kitchen, uh, Club 32 Speakeasy, the Club 32 Show, which we do every, live every Tuesday. Uh, like we said, live streams in the parks, uh, you know, hotel, you know, room tours, all that stuff. And there's a private podcast feed. You get 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. A private Facebook group and Discord, all sorts of things. So, if you want to join there, you can go to ctmvip.com and you can do monthly or yearly options. You can even do a free trial. So, if you want to, you know, since we're going to be at Disney this weekend, you can do a trial, see if you like it, and all that good stuff. So, again, go to ctmvip.com if you like to join there. We would love to have you. So, all right, well, let's get to the news. Okay. Uh, first one, I suppose this is a, well, it's an interesting thing. We'll talk about it here. <laughs> okay. uh, there are four new discounts that were released this week. Yes. So it's interesting. This year has been very plentiful with the room discounts. So starting even back before January into the into Christmas time, um, we've had a room discount for multiple categories every, like basically the whole, like basically January through September now is covered. Mm-hmm. There is a discount for everybody in those months like uh, like throughout the year um so the new ones that they got released were you can save up to 25 percent off of rooms at select disney resort hotels that's july 11th through 28th now that's just for everybody 
If same dates apply for Florida residents to save up to 30%, and the same dates apply January, uh, July 11th through September 28th for annual pass holders to save up to 35% off. Um, now, you know, obviously they don't include like the Art of Animation suites and the cabins at, at uh, uh, Copper Creek and you know, there's, a, there's always exclusions, but you can save up to that amount. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, they're, you know, the rooms are limited that they offer, yada, yada, all that stuff. So um, for the for the ones that to save up to 25 percent off, just FYI, um, that's July 11th to August 20th and then September 15th is September 28th. And then that's August 21st to September 14th, you save up to 30. So it's kind of misleading the way they say up to 25. It's actually a little bit more for about three weeks in there, which okay. is interesting. Yeah. Um, but that just tells you right there, those couple weeks are the slower months. That's when kids are gone back to school, basically. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's a slower time, although still hot still hot there. Um, but yeah, so if you are interested in booking any three of these uh, discounts, please contact uh, travelwithzip.com and they will get you set up with an agent and get you a quote and everything. And, and they will, they will take care of all this for you. You don't have to worry about it. They'll do everything. That's true. Um, makes it much easier. But yeah. So yeah, you can save more with, as you're for a Florida resident and you can save more if you are an annual pass holder. So, and there was also the one that was interesting to see as well. Yes. So I was going to mention that one. So yeah. you can, if you're an annual pass holder, you can now save 30% off of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Voyages this spring and summer. What a deal. So starting April 15th through June 28th on select dates, you can save that 30%. Um, I, I, it's nice that they're doing this. Um, it's still expensive. Still expensive to do it. Still thousands of dollars, with, even with the discount. Um, but it's something. Yeah, this uh, is interesting because this shows you it's less than a year old. I'm not saying less than a year, about a year old. Yeah. And they're having issues keeping this booked. And not to say I told you so, but I'm pretty sure I had mentioned on the show a year ago. Sure. I had no doubt that this would fill up, you know. When it's brand it, new, but yeah. I was very curious and kind of figured this may not keep up in terms of like longevity. Mm-hmm. And it seems that's the case because they're not going to offer 30% off of something like this um, because it's full, put it that way. Uh, and we already yeah. talked about they're cutting back, you know, quote unquote voyages later in the year. Uh, yeah, I think honestly, even if this was 50% off, I don't think most people would want to do this. And it's not specific. I mean, some of it is the price, but I think a lot of this is, and we kind of talked about this yesterday in a Club 32 live stream, the whole concept, the way it's set up, it's not like it's relaxing. It, right, it's like a right. two-day, super intense. You could be really into this version of Star Wars and all this stuff like that. I think it was much more passive and something like you come in for a few hours had a meal, do a little, you know, role playing in that way. I think a lot more people maybe would do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is partially the cost, but I think partially it's also the time commitment with this. So um, I have a feeling this is going to get tweaked majorly in the next, within the next year, mm-hmm. uh, because they're already offering this much off. They're already canceling voyages. They um, have a DVC. Um, members yeah, only they, cruises they've I been mean, doing. Next discount they're going to do is to everybody. So sure. first it was DVC, now it's annual pass holders. Then they're going to try and see what they can do with just the general public. 
This is like testing the waters to Basically, see who bites. Uh, and we've already had, you know, a lot of people have said or have heard from cast members that are in these roles of saying it's it's mentally exhausting, you know, being on for that long. So I think the concept is a bit flawed. I think they should scale it back a little bit, change it up, could still be successful in that way, but not in this iteration. So I think this is just a, a pretty good indicator that this is not going how they hoped. Well, something else we, you know, we, we talked about in the live stream last night was that it would be a cool experience. And I think that they may, you know, focus it this way eventually is to make it kind of an a la carte thing instead of just one giant package. You have to do these events. This is what you're doing. Yada, yada, yada. You can go in and out of the hotel as a guest, like as a, not a guest of the hotel, but just as a, like you're eating dinner or you're just visiting the bar, you know, or if you want to like do lightsaber training, mm-hmm. you can sign up for that. It doesn't have to be just exclusive. Like, it's an actual two-day intensive, all-inclusive thing. I think they might find more success that way. Um, they also might, f- might find, find more success if they change up the storylines, you know, like we said before. And 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 there's a lot of changes that could be made just because it's apparent based on the bookings from now until like almost the end of the year. I don't know if they're how far they're out, but I know it's still this fall that they're just not filling up like they would like. So what do you do in that case? You just start making some changes. Well, and the simple change would be, and in my opinion, I, I don't think people, you know, it, it would show the sequel trilogy is not the thing that people want. And I think if you had on this, in this storyline, you got Darth Vader, you have, you know, the stuff, if you had Darth Vader potentially roaming around on that ship, that would be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that there's a, I just, they need to revamp it. And, and this kind of goes to, I think this kind of goes to as well. Star Wars is not, uh, you know, Disney's had it for about 10 years now. Um, and I think it's beyond a, a debate that it's not as, uh, there's not as much enthusiasm behind it as there once was. Mm. And I think it's kind of reached this stage of sort of apathy with a lot of people. And I think for that reason, it's reflecting part. I mean, this isn't just as one thing. Some of it is the price. Some of it is the time commitment. I think some of it is just Star Wars brand is just not uh, that strong right now. They don't have new movies coming out. It's mostly just shows. And the people, that, you know, it's not like The Mandalorian is on this ship. So, or on this, you know, experience. So I think it's just a lot of um, mismanagement of the Star Wars brand, I will just say. Well, if you are interested in booking this. <laughs> <laughs> After our glowing <laughs> conversation. Sorry. As an annual pass holder, if you want to book this discount, um, you cannot do this online. It has to be either over the phone or through a travel agent. So again, travelwizard.com, get your agent to do it for you. They can help you with every every little aspect of booking it. Yeah. So. And, I, and I should say, we haven't done it ourselves, but I've talked no, to haven't. personally a couple of people who have done this and you've had some people on trip tales that have done uh-huh. it. Yep. Everybody said it's great. That is. Yeah. Done it. So to yeah. that, to the credit there, I will say it, I've, I've heard good feedback about it, but I've also heard most people saying, you know, the reason they're not doing it mostly is the price. Right. You know, they're here. So just right. putting that caveat there because yes. you know, to be fair. So, yeah. All right. Uh, next one we have is the last day for the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration is ending tomorrow. So Disney is shifting to Disney 100 celebration because you just double it. Just get it. You're just, just going to double. Yeah. yeah. So then we're going to do 200 and then 400 <laughs> of just Disney something random. 1500. Yeah. So while the main celebrations will stay in Disneyland, Walt Disney World will take part in things with a monthly theme that includes merchandise, photo ops, experiences, etc. Um, and they are calling these story worlds. 
which is an interesting one. Okay. Um, so here's what we can expect each month. So for April, Disney's conservation efforts and the 25th anniversary of Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. That's going to be the focus. Um, they've already talked about Moana meet and greet coming back. That was part of it. Um, May, all the things from the galaxy far, far away will be featured in the emphasis on Star Wars. So May the 4th, I was on May 4th, all the Star Wars stuff. And then they talk about introducing the discount for the Star Cruiser like we just talked about. Uh, June is Pixar, lots of Pixar stuff. Uh, July, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Friends will provide swell fun for all, which I don't know exactly what that means, but okay. Um, August is Disney princesses and frozen characters. September is superheroes. And then after September is when they're going to start the celebrations that they had previously announced that will happen at Epcot. And that will be October, November, and December. I think it's because they're assuming Epcot will be done. With that some is, of the construction hey, that's what they're saying. That's yeah. what they're saying. So I think we can assume that the journey of water is going to be done by September. You would, you would hope, yeah. I mean, can we assume that? I, yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if they had previously said September. I know they said late twenty twenty three. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm happy. There's other things to celebrate. That's wonderful, and I like, I like themed months. I like my, my months are <laughs> I'm, themed. I'm a fan of themed months. I do. I do. I like to theme my weeks. I do. <laughs> Just your weeks. Yeah. Every different character for a different week, right? Well, I mean, sometimes some themes are different. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what we can expect for the rest of the year, basically. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about it. But um, there are rumors going around that other things are returning, like Main Street Electrical Parade, possibly. Maybe for this year, maybe for 2024, um, but we will we will have to we will have to wait and see, as we like to say. Yeah, that's yeah. I I have nothing else to <laughs> add. Yeah. Okay. Are you sad that the 50th is done over? Uh, I mean, I don't think I'm sad. I don't. Um, you don't you don't experience emotions like that when it comes to <laughs> celebrations. <laughs> that's a like, wrong word to say. Experience emotions. Do you think it? Do you think the oh. celebration was good and worthwhile? Uh, I think it went on a little long. Well, they said it was only eighteen months, and it right? Was. Um, no, it was fine. I mean, I I hope they keep the castle the same color. I'll be curious to see yes. what they do with that. I mean, yes. it, other than that, I mean, the fiftieth banners and stuff will be gone. But they already um, started taking down some of that. Yeah, and some of the merchandise, or I don't know if it's some of it or all of it, is now like forty percent off. I would say like probably it's discounted. All of it's gonna be because yeah. Um, no, I mean it was it was fine. I mean they. It was just, yeah, it was just a really long birthday, basically. Yeah, but, really long birthday. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I my, my answer is probably is not as very exciting. Are you sad that it's gone? I mean, I, again, sad's not the right emotion. Um, I'm glad we got to experience it. I mean, we were there month, on the months. actual 50th. That was, that was cool. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like having a birthday, going to a birthday party, and then someone's still celebrating the birthday like a year later. You're like, okay. <laughs> all like, right. Like, you turned 50 a <laughs> year and a half Technically, ago. you're 51 now, you know. And they're yeah. like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. And the uh, last story we have is uh, one that is not surprising. Mm-hmm. Kind of knew this was coming. But the first round of layoffs started this week. And there was a memo from Bobbeth Iger himself. Bobbeth. So he wrote this to uh, 
I guess, cast members. And he said, as I shared with you in February, we have made the difficult decision to reduce our overall workforce by approximately 7,000 jobs as part of a strategic realignment of the company, including important cost-saving measures necessary for creating a more effective, coordinated, and streamlined approach to our business. Over the past few months, senior leaders have been working closely with HR to assess the needs uh, so this week, we began notifying employees whose positions are impacted by the company's workforce reductions. Um, so leaders will be communicating the news directly to the first group of impacted employees over the next four days. So this was, uh, was this Monday? Yes, this is Monday. So up until tomorrow or to Thursday, I guess. Thursday, maybe Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, a second larger round of notifications will happen in April with several thousand more staff reductions, and we expect to commence the final round of notifications before the beginning of the summer to reach our 7,000 job target. Um, he's talking about how, you know, it is what it is. You know, we appreciate you. It's hard to say goodbye, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's happening now. I mean, I think a lot of people... So, if you remember correctly, Chapek is the one that announced that these were going to happen. Yeah, And a lot of people, whenever Iger came in, thought, oh, they're not going to do that now. And I remember saying at the time, they're still going to lay people off. One of the reasons being, I mean, whether or not, you know, it's wanted to be admitted, but we were in a recession. And this is kind of typical. And you're seeing a lot of this in the tech and big companies are starting to cut. Because this is kind of the ebb and flow of things go. When things are good, you start hiring. And lots of hiring, a lot of money coming in. And when things get tight, they start, you know, realizing that, you know, and in a corporate structure, there's a lot of, you know, what you would just call not saying these people, but waste in general, like people overlapping jobs, people not doing what they need to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not too surprised by this. I think a lot of this, I don't think this is going to impact a lot of frontline cast members. I don't know for certain. I think, yeah, you're correct. But this round of layoffs uh, included a couple of bigger names. I don't, I don't know how much people were surprised. This first one, people were surprised by the second one. I was not. So the first one uh, is Jeffrey Epstein, who is the VP of corporate communications. He's essentially a publicist. Mm-hmm. He was let go. And the other one is uh, Ike Perlmutter. And if you're not familiar with who he is, um, recently he was the one that was kind of behind the attempted hostile, uh, not takeover, but trying to get, and I can't remember the guy's name on top of my head now, to get him on the Disney board that was one trying to force some changes. Oh, yeah. What was his name? I can't remember his name, but yeah. Ike Perlmutter was behind this. And one of the reasons he was behind this is because Perlmutter was essentially running Marvel whenever before Disney bought it. So when Disney uh, you know, bought Marvel, he was high up, obviously, in Disney's, or Marvel Studios. Uh, and he was basically, uh, you know, corporate, uh, whatever you want to call it, Hollywood stuff. But uh, Kevin Feige pushed him out, essentially. Um, and uh, Perlmutter has never been super happy about that. So he was one of the ones to let go here. So I'm not too surprised after the, you know, attempt of the hostile takeover thing that he was the one. He was, yeah, chairman of Marvel Entertainment, which is separate from the studios. Yeah. But it's more like a smaller section. They're just going to absorb entertainment into those studios. Yeah. But, and not to mention, too, another one that's on this list, Victoria Alonso was let go from Marvel. She was the president of Marvel Studios. That was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is, that one's getting a little heated and contentious because Disney is claiming that she breached her contract because she worked on a movie called Argentina, or so, not called Argentina, but it's about Argentina. She said she had permission to work on it because it was for Amazon Studios. Disney says she did not, a breach of contract. 
Uh, I think probably the reason she was fired, if you want to talk about Game of Thrones when you're talking about the uh, whole uh, big, you know, corporate world of all these rich presidents and (laughs) vice presidents, is... uh, The inner workings, which we have no idea. Right. Goes on. But the the rumor mill that I've been reading about is she was one, you know, during the, um, you know, uh, Florida bill thing that was going on. She sat down Chapek and essentially lectured him on why this and that should happen. And... You know, it's not too a surprise that, uh, you know, the replacement would come in. And even if, you know, he agrees with her, I don't think, you know, usually they don't like people who are going to sit there and threaten their, uh, you know, their power or uh, stand up to them. So I think that could be part of it, but that's a little conjecture. But so she was let go. So there's a lot of people being let go, not surprisingly. And uh, yeah. This is just the first of it and we'll get more in April and. More yeah, I mean, summer. you know, it sucks. Uh, it's yeah, one of those it things that, if, especially if you're affected by it. Yeah. But. Um, but something I'll just mention real quick is that um, the the unions that deal with a lot of the frontline cast members, um, they struck, I mean, they and Disney like sorted it out and it looks like they're going to accept a new contract and everything. So that's good. Um, and then... Um, what are the terms on it? Did you read? It's basically everything that the unions asked for, okay. which is like eventually getting to $18 an hour um, retroactive pay, all that stuff, like yeah. everything they wanted, which we had talked about in a previous show. Um, another, another thing that we aren't going to talk about too much is just mention that is that, um, the whole Reedy Creek stuff, um, the, I guess the board has been meeting a lot and talking about what's going on and, you know, we don't talk about it too much in the show. Um, well, it's but, something that's happening. I, th- I think the Reedy Creek thing probably is playing a role with this. If I were to, to guess, oh, okay. uh, cause it can be spun however you want to spin it, but, it will cost Disney money down the road, if not now, down the road eventually, I think. So um, I wouldn't be surprised at some of this as well, perhaps. Yeah. Then who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, Disney's not the only company that is going through some layoffs. There's been Definitely a, not, no. quite a few, but uh, yeah. So that's basically all on that story. That's all the news that, yeah. uh, that we've got here. Yeah, so, that's it. Uh, all right. Well, we do have a poll time. Poll time. All right, this week's poll time, I asked the members of the Capture the Magic Community Facebook group, is your favorite attraction at Walt Disney World A or Ann? Uh, and these are the options. Roller coaster got 30%. Oh, I'm sorry, 33%. Uh, let's see. A thrill ride that's not a roller coaster got 16%. Boat ride got 14%. Let's see. Omnimover and Dark Ride got both got 9%. And then a Leisure Ride, like People Mover, got 8%. So a third of the people, actually more like half, th- like their thrill rides. <laughs> Those are their favorite rides. Makes sense. And yeah. a lot of, actually more than one person was like, well, if Splash Mountain was still around, that could qualify as a thrill ride, a boat ride, and a water ride. I was like, that's true. It could. Very true. And and maybe a dark ride too. Maybe. A little bit. Kind yeah. of. Um, but yeah, I was just trying to get a feel for if people liked more leisurely classic rides like, you know, Haunted Mansion or Peter Pan or whatever. But it seems to be roller coasters still are still win it. They still do. I think back years ago, you know, decades ago, people liked things like Haunted Mansion more. And thing. I think there's still a lot of people that like there, haunted, like stuff like Haunted Mansion. There is, I'm not saying there's not. Sure. There is, but I think as time has gone on, a lot more people gravitate toward you know 
roller coasters that are a little bit more thrilling. That so I think what people were, you know, I mean, back in the day when they started like Disneyland, they were sort of just guessing what people yeah. wanted. It's not like there yeah. was, I mean, the, you had carnivals and fairs, but outside of that, they were just sort of making things. But yeah, I think uh, that doesn't surprise me too much. Yeah, and the rest of the options were like one or two or three percent. So I w- I didn't mention them, but uh, most of the people said like Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Big Thunder was another one. Tower of Terror was another one. Um, Flight of Passage was another one. Rise of Resistance. So things that don't surprise me, um, but I just wanted to see how the spread would look. Yeah. As far as that what goes. technically is Rise of the Resistance? It's not a roller coaster. It's this. But it's like a. It's a simulator, right? Eh, but it's. I mean, the kind of. It's a hybrid. It's. It's a it's, trackless. It's. It's a trackless simulator. Right. I mean. Like, it, but the same thing as like ratatouille like those rides are so they're not roller coasters but they're not direct simulators like they have screens involved with them right and that's why i put thrill ride that's not a roller coaster because i was like i can't define this yeah (laughs) i mean yeah thrill ride's probably the way to put those so um but yeah so that's that's basically what it is so thank you everybody for for participating in the poll this week we will have a new poll next week Yes, and if you, be, if you want to be part of the next poll time, you can uh, do it two ways. You can join the Capture Magic Facebook community, or you can also uh, follow us on Instagram, and Jamie posts those over there as well. So, I do. If you want your voice heard, you could do that there. So. <laughs> We're thrilled to announce the release of our latest shirt design celebrating the return of Happily Ever After. If you're like us, you've been eagerly anticipating the return of the best fireworks show Magic Kingdom has ever seen. And what's a better way to celebrate than with our exclusive Happily Ever After comeback tour shirt? Yes, and all Capture the Magic apparel shirts are some of the softest shirts you'll ever wear and hand-printed by us in our studio, ensuring they'll look great wash after wash for years to come. Plus, our shirts come in a variety of sizes so the whole family can join in on the fun. Indeed. So don't miss out on your chance to commemorate the return of Happily Ever After with this exclusive shirt release. So head to ctmshirts.com to check out our full collection and place your order today. All right. Well, let's get to our discussion topic today, which is best or our favorite Epcot snacks. Our favorite Epcot snacks. Yes. So do we want to do this 10 to 1? No, I can't rank them. Okay. It's too hard. Too hard. It's too, too hard. hard. To I can't choose. do okay. it. I can't. Now do we it. should mention these are not festival foods. These nope. are not foods you can find. These are foods you can find unless something closes. You can find all the time, year round. So we didn't year want round. to put anything on there that because there are some foods that are really good, but sometimes the foods don't come back for festivals, right. uh, and then sometimes only available for part of the year. So these exactly. are all foods that if you go tomorrow, <laughs> you should be able to find. You should there. find them. Yeah, so. and we have ten. So. We do have 10. Yeah. And we'll even tell you where to get them and how much they are. Absolutely. But we're not paying for them for you. I mean, we're not. We're not going to be generous. I'm not not Mr. Beasting this. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. I wish I had money like Mr. Beast. You know what? He cured blindness. That's a good dude right there. (laughs) All right. Well, not like he he didn't cure it. No, he helped people (laughs) be able to. I mean, he's not a doctor, I don't think. That'd be kind of funny. I'm Dr. Beast. Anyways, okay. all right. Uh, like we said, we have ten here, so we're just gonna. This is not in our, any particular order. This right. is just, uh, you know, how we thought of them. As we thought of them. Yes. And so, them down. Yeah. Uh, first one we have is the Liege waffle at Connection Connections Eatery. Yep, this is brioche dough with pearl sugar, strawberries, whipped cream, and chocolate sauce for five forty nine. Um, I let's see, we've tried. They do festival 
Liege waffles occasionally. So they mm. did a uh, 40th anniversary of Epcot one. They did a, uh, was it figment? They did a figment one. They And then now they have an orange bird one. So it's a very popular waffle. Uh, but the original is so good. And I don't think you've had it yet, have you? I haven't had that one. I've had Liege waffles. Right. I do enjoy them as a whole. I haven't had this particular one yet. It's but. very, it's very good. It's, you know, it's like, I'm really going to say hard, but it's like, Harder on the outside, soft on the inside. As a, as a waffle should be. Yeah, I got that like sheen of sheen of sugar. Sheen of sugar. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Um, with the strawberries and cream, it's just it's I'm, it's it's good and and for five forty nine, it's it's a decent size. So yeah. I will it's say shareable. Nothing's worse than a soggy waffle. Nobody likes a right, soggy. Right, it's waffle. not soggy. Yeah. At least the ones that I haven't I've had. I want my waffle aren't. crispy on the outside. That's right. Soft in the middle. That's right. That's what I want. Absolutely. So again, this is at Connections Eatery, which is not Connections Cafe. That's on the other side. Um, but if you want to get the Festival Leash Waffles, that's at Connections Cafe. That's not confusing. That's at not all. confusing at all. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> totally figured that one out. Uh, so. Yeah. So that was the first one. All right. Yeah. Then the uh, next one we have is the Macaroon. Macaron. Uh, <laughs> is how you say that? That's right, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Macaroon. Lime raspberry from <laughs> here we go. You mean to pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. Leal Boulangerie Patisserie. There you go. It's not Les Halls. I was mm-hmm. gonna say Les no. Halls Bold. Leal. Well, Leal Missouri would say Les Halls Bolgiornos. Oh my god. Patisserie. I can't maybe. even. My ears are bleeding. Uh, this has <laughs> raspberry and lime cream, and this is six twenty-five. So we tried this. Back in November for the first time. And it's a good size. It's like the size of my palm. Um, and it was so delicious. And I would say this one, good too. And you, macarons in general in France are good. So you can buy that. You can buy a collection, which is like six macarons. You can get a macaron ice cream sandwich at L'Artisan de Glace. Sure. Is that how you say it? Okay. Sure. Um, so you can get them multiple places. and I, But I put that one just because I thought it was so good. I loved it. Um, it's it's sweet, but not too sweet. You don't really like the raspberry, though. If you don't like raspberries, because there's real raspberries in there, um, you may not like it. But, uh, you know, the fruit with the dessert, I, I, I have no complaints. I loved it. For me personally, I don't really care for macarons why they're okay i just don't this one's just for me then apparently i mean they're okay i don't think they're bad i'm just saying they're (laughs) like if you were to ask me if that would i would i would take this i I wouldn't take a lot of i would take a lot of things over this is what i mean so but it's okay how dare you i'm so sorry (laughs) uh all right uh next one we have is the pretzel bread pudding at Summerfest over in germany Mm. uh and what is this jamie it's a piece pieces of pretzel and bread, making to a like bread pudding, drizzled with caramel sauce and icing, for four seventy nine. This is really good. Oh, I love this thing so much. I didn't think I was gonna like it when it said pretzel bread pudding. I thought, oh man, this is gonna be dry. You know, it's gonna be, you know, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be doughy. Um, I'm just, I'm not gonna like it, and I thought I wasn't. Because I was like, oh, people are crazy. Because I kept saying, like, on social media, I was like, oh my gosh, everyone loves it. But I don't know about it. I don't know about it. Because I'm not a huge pretzel fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I like big soft pretzels, but I don't like the hard snack size pretzels. 
Like you can get like bags. I don't like those. Right. Like soft pretzel. So I was like, I'm not going to like this. This is amazing. I, I <laughs> Well, if you like bread pudding, it's a form of it. It's, it's really, I agree. It's really it's good. So good. It's and for four seventy nine, it's really good price. And when you do order it, cause you can mobile order, you can go up to the window, whatever you want to do. Uh, ask for more caramel sauce. Ask for more icing. Really get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's having a moment over here. All right. So good. It is good. Oh, I love bread pudding. Uh yeah. So again, this is in Germany at Summerfest. So I, I would say more, but Jamie said I everything. I don't there, think you need so to. I'm good. Just, just get it. Let that be there. Just go get it. Okay. All right. Uh <laughs> next one we have is the gingerbread salted caramel buttercream cookie sandwich from Caramel Coochie over no, in Caramel Couche. Caramel Couche. <laughs> Couché at uh, in Germany again. A lot of these are in Germany. We're staying in Germany. Yeah. So this is two huge gingerbread cookies with buttercream icing in the middle. In the middle of well, it's a sandwich. So yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it has caramel drizzle in between it, and this is five ninety nine somewhere in that range. I don't. The price could have yes. changed. That's around five. It might have gone up since then, but last time I checked. Yeah. This uh, so this used to be seasonal. They brought it in for Christmas time, I think in twenty twenty one, I believe. And then they kept it, or they brought it back for 2022 Christmas time, and it's now it's here, now it's here all the time because it's so popular. And when I talk about big gingerbread cookies, I mean they're huge. They are very they're big, big yeah. cookies. This is a this is a it's a treat, a snack, whatever you want to call it, that is very much like I will eat part of this now, and I will come back to it later because it's so sweet. But the, all the flavors together, because I love, I love caramel. I love caramel. But gingerbread, I also like gingerbread. And I feel like it's, they, they go together really well. So the the, car, the flavors together and the icing. So I delicious. normally don't like gingerbread, but this is pretty good together. But I do so agree. Good. I can't eat much of one of these. So, no. but it's very sweet. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I think. Uh, Here's what you do. You get yourself some, some cheap Tupperware. You put it in your bag. And then when you, when you buy this, you don't want any more of it. Put it in the Tupperware and you save it for later. That's a good idea. Snack bring for later. Bring your park Tupperware with you. Bring bring your Disney Tupperware. Buy a pack of Tupperware. <laughs> bring it with you. You're making fun of me, but this no, is I'm a not, really good idea. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying bring your well, Tupperware. Well, you're mocking me, I, mister. How was I saying mocking? You said bring I your said Tupperware. I said bring it. Listen, it's okay. a good idea. I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually agreeing with you. This is not a bad idea. You're okay. just assuming I'm being sarcastic. I am assuming because I think you are. But you never really know. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's the okay. thing about sarcasm. Yeah, but this one is so good. I highly recommend this in Germany if you have not gotten it already. Um, and by the way, and Caramel Couche has a ton of caramel treats. Even just like the square of caramel with like surrounded by chocolate is so good. They've got like a like a s'mores caramel. They've got caramel popcorn, lots of caramel. Like that's that's like the one store with all the treats that I would go into every single time. It's almost like people like sugar. It's caramel. I love caramel. <laughs> caramel is is most women's chocolate. If that makes sense, like you know how chocolate is to to women, like mirror. Wait, you guys are claiming two things no, now? No, 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 no. I'm not claiming. I'm, I mean, you personally, I will claim caramel, but like as as a as a as, as ladies who usually like car or chocolate, that's that's my chocolate is caramel. Uh, okay. Does that make sense? Am I confusing you? Sure. Okay. Let's move on. Alrighty, <laughs> next one. There's math going on here somehow. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, next one we have is the Kakuri. Kakaguri. Kakaguri at Kabuki Cafe. 
This is over in Japan. Uh, this has shaved ice with flavored syrup. So it's rainbow, strawberry, melon, cherry, tangerine, or blue raspberry. This is five fifty, and you can add the option to add sweet milk for a dollar fifty more, which is actually really good. Yeah, with it, so it makes it seven dollars, which may seem a little high for like basically shaved ice and like a snow cone, mm-hmm. basically. But it's big. It's real big. And it's nice on a hot day. It's not lovely. Not, not, uh, great on a hot day. The ice is a good texture. Like it's not, uh, it's not, well, I don't know shaved. what the word is. Right. It's shaved, but it's like, it's, it's like smaller shavings. I, I don't know if that's how to, how to, I'm wanting to describe it, but it's a good texture. We like the shaved ice. Um, yeah. And then the milk topping, definitely get the milk topping. It does add to it. It, it does. Very it's yeah. very good. Uh, but yeah, this is at the Kabuki Cafe, Kabuki Cafe, which is in the middle of Japan. Um, and that's, that place does get busy, does get a line. So just be, be prepared for that. Yeah, it's got a little booth where you can go. A little booth. So, uh, all right, next one we have, and I'm going to let you pronounce this place, is the <sighs> Ice Cream Martini at... It's like the artisan... Artisan? Artisan... You're the one that the, took French. Yeah, it's the ice cream place in France. Wow, those French <laughs> lessons are. <laughs> I said Le Old Boulangerie. I'm going to send this to your French teacher. Le, le artisan, like. artisan, le artisan de classe. Okay. Over yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, this is two scoops with a shot of Grand Marnier. Marnier? Marnier. Whipped cream vodka or rum, and it's $14.95. I like how you make fun of me, and then you just messed it up. I love that. No, I'm. I, I wasn't making fun. I'm. I know I can't pronounce Grand it. Grand Marnier. I'm just saying you took French. I thought you could. It's, it's Grand fine. Marnier. Marnier. Yeah. Okay. Grand Marnier. Um, so I last time I got this, I got the caramel salted caramel uh, ice cream. I think that's what I got. So I got two scoops of it, and then I got the rum on top of it. Very, 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 very good. It is good. It is good, actually. It's good. It's a. Uh, it's kind of like a. Um, it's like an alcoholic Sunday or an alcoholic float because eventually that ice cream will melt. Well, yeah, it's good, yeah. And then you just drink it. Or like, um, yeah. yeah it, it's also pretty. Also, really pretty. They give you a. If you're gonna nice take it for straw. Instagram, though, take your picture real quick because it'll melt. <laughs> it will melt. And this is the. They also have a like a brioche sandwich thing you can do you can put like the two scoops of ice cream in between like brioche and they'll press it warm Mm -hmm. that's real good jamie's adding things to the list now i like this place (laughs) listen france has amazing food they do all right so yeah it's on the list more than although personally i think germany has better food germany germany and france can both have great food they can they can jared I thought you were going to say they can fight. Like we already did they that once. Fight. Let's no, not no, let's no. not have that happen again. No, 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 no. There's a whole thing with that. Anyway, but if you do go here, that it does get a big line and it does take a while because they make them like to order, obviously. So, um, yeah, just be prepared to wait. It'd be funny if they didn't. Just handing people puddles <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> like this was this was under the warmer in the back. How long would you make this? I don't know. This morning, take it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> all right, the seventh one on our list, which is not ranked, but this is the seventh one now, is poutine from Refreshment Port. If you're not familiar with what poutine is, mm-hmm. it's French fries and it has beef gravy and cheese curds. And there's different types of poutine you can get at different places, but this is seven fifty over here. I feel like out of all the places you can get poutine 
had Disney, I feel like this one would be like the one I hear about the most as tasting the best. Well, it's also in World Showcase, so it's around other food too. Sure, sure. And then, you know, they do have different versions sometimes of poutine here at Refreshment Port, but this one is pretty um, consistent with staying around just the regular... I mean, poutine. poutine's good. It's it's um, got the gravy with the. It's it's good. I was I didn't have it for a long time, and then after you have it, it it's good. I like it. It is good. Um, and it's 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 again, it's like it's consistent. It's there. You know, you can always you can always get it. I I like the French fries and in, in gravy the most. Like cheese curds, like I will pick some of them off because I don't like a lot of the cheese curds, but I do like this as a snack. Agreed. Yeah. That's why it's on our list. Yes. All right, uh, next one we have is the maple popcorn at the Canada Popcorn Cart, and this is six fifty. And I will say, out of all the people that talk about popcorn at Disney, which I think generally is just very typical popcorn. Just average. Mm-hmm. Uh, this actually is really good. It so, is good. Uh, same way, we didn't put it on here, but you can also get caramel popcorn over at Caramel Coucher. Yeah, I said that. I mentioned it. Okay, well, yeah. you can get it there as well. Yeah. Um, both are really good, but this one's good. It's uh, over here in Canada. Yeah, I mean, it's caramel popcorn. It's good. I feel like it's unique just because I don't really eat maple popcorn in my regular life. Well, true. You could. Yeah. I saw somebody the other day make Skittles popcorn. Ooh. I don't know if it's good, but it was very colorful. I mean, it had to be really sweet. Right. So, yeah, you can do that. But popcorn sounds really good right now. Well, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, so that you can find this in Canada, and it is delicious. You can also get it in a souvenir bucket thing whatever they've got <laughs> they've got i think they've got the 100th anniversary ones just a moose head they put it in oh, wouldn't that be great <laughs> when you get done you i wouldn't eat popcorn from a moose head please you get done you just put it on your head <laughs> uh yeah so there you go all right all right we got two more left uh next one we two have more. is the fish and chips from yorkshire country fish shop in the uk this is 12.99 and this is borderline snack meal. Borderline. But yeah. it's walk up. It's at a little booth a little bit there. That's why I put it, because it's walk up. And it's real like, shareable. It feels like a snack. I mean, like twelve ninety nine for fish and chips is not outrageous for Disney prices. It's really good. Because you can get like at Rose and Crown, you can get fish and chips, but it costs more. But it's basically yeah. like the same thing. I'm pretty sure they bring so. it in from that booth. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure I, saw, I heard someone order it the other day when I was in Rosencrown, yeah. and they gave him a number because I'm pretty sure it does come from that booth. So you actually will save money by just going and getting it over at the, yeah. the fish shop. So you get, like, there. one less piece of fish or something like that. But I think yeah. it's I think, I feel like it's enough. Like, a couple pieces yeah, of fish, some fries, you're good. And I'm not big on fish, but fish and chips is really good. And normally, and not, you know, no offense to UK, but I don't usually really enjoy UK food too much. Yeah. But well, this is actually a good thing the UK does. I think it's. I think they do it very well. Like I think it's a it's a good go to dish if you are wanting to eat in UK and don't want to eat at Rose and Crown. I yeah. think if you want to just grab something quick, I think that's a perfect option. If you don't feel like trying to pronounce the things on the menu in France, you just walk over here to the UK <laughs> and you're like, I would just like fish and chips. And like, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh my. I'm just saying. I think a lot oh of people my. going to France are like, I would like to get. I can't ever say that. I'm leaving. And they just go find. <laughs> and they just go to the American Pavilion. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is simple. Uh, you and your funniness okay france and i have had our issues it's been known (laughs) it's true i don't talk about it as much anymore but i'm just gonna say you could simplify your words a little bit oh my gosh france will not accommodate to you mister i know they won't 
Let's move on to the last one. Last please. one we have is the funnel cake stand over by the America Pavilion, uh, oh. where they have funnel cakes, as they you might have guess. Uh, so they have basic funnel cakes, which is all you really need for ten dollars, <laughs> and they also have cookies and cream funnel cakes if you're willing to pay fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. And then they this is the same place where they have festival exclusive ones, so like banana splits, like they they'll do different. They'll do like a birthday cake one, I think I've seen before. Did they have a birthday cake one last time? They've yeah. they've had it there before, but. Um, yeah, I mean, like we've mentioned before, we're kind of funnel cake snobs, so the best ones you're gonna find are Silver City. But if we're but if so we can't go to Silver City, this one yeah. is a is a good option. Now, it does it is a little small. So they're smaller and they're more expensive. But if you yeah. like a funnel cake, they are good. And this place is always busy. There's always a line for funnel cakes. This is true. Yeah, this is very true. And they are they're delicious. They're good. They are good. They're I messy. Like They're good. I th- but honestly, I think a basic funnel cake is all you need. The cho- the yeah. cookies and cream I've had before, I mean, it's good, but it's almost too much. Because a funnel cake yeah. really is almost too much on its own anyways, at least for me. So I don't really need all the extras. But They had a, like a, was it a lemon blueberry one one time? Probably. I they, remember one. They always have like something that. during festivals that are like a unique I think I got thing. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's good. Uh it, and it's a uh, you know good location there because you can always go sit. You can go. There's places to sit around there. Like you can go to the American Pavilion. Mm-hmm. You know, there's places to take American it. Garden Theater when there's nobody. You could probably go sit in there. Yeah, in there. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, um, that's the list. I I think we we've kind of agreed on is. I know, do have one I'd one. want to add. Oh, okay. So this technically, I count it as a snack. Okay. Not. But it is the Schaffenhofer grapefruit beer over in Germany. I say it's a snack because it's a very sweet beer. Not okay. a lot of alcohol in it. Um, so I look at it much more as a treat. And it's very good. Okay. But again, if your goal is to drink, like, it, it, I think the alcohol percentage is like, it's super low. It's just very sweet. So I count it as a treat. But it's, a, it's really good over there, in, in, as you may not be surprised to hear, in Germany. Um, do you know how much it is? Ten twenty-five ish around there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and how many ounces is that? Uh, I believe that's twelve. I don't think they have. I don't think they have sixteen ounces there. Oh, really? Think. It's been a while since I bought them there. I think they're just twelve. Okay. A bit, it's been a. It's been a bit since I bought one there. But yeah. Okay. Um, and it's Schafferhofer Hefenweizen. Is the full name. Yeah, and it's, well, it's a grapefruit beer. Now, when they have yeah. a festival, they have had like a pineapple one before. Uh-huh. That's really good. You like that one? That's really good. But yeah, well, this one's year-round. You can get here, and it's uh, it's good. And the other one I was almost going to put on here is the pretzel as well in Germany. I didn't want to put too the much big, over big in Germany. Pretzel. Basically, you could, just, like Germany. <laughs> you could just go to Germany and have the best snacks probably, but they have a <laughs> giant like pretzel like it has beer cheese and stuff with it. It's really good. Yeah. You can get it at the same cart where you can get the beer. So you can get your beer and your pretzel and you can just have yourself a nice little treat. Sounds like a great time. I think time. the pretzel is like six something. Six twenty five ish. That's not bad for a pretzel. Around that range. I could be wrong, but somewhere in and I'll put in the six to eight dollar range. Okay. A uh, couple of, of honorable mentions that I did not include because of you yep. and your and your preferences to not eat the food. Is the school bread? Oh, from and from Norway. Yeah, because it's got coconut in it. I know you hate that, so I didn't put that. I'm not a fan of coconut. <laughs> I know. Um, and there's there's some like there's a like that brownie, um, from Regal Eagle. Mm-hmm. You could also get that. The uh, um, the banana pudding in bread uh, you know, was really good. I haven't had that though. Very I, I would have put you. You haven't had it. Yes, I have. <gasps> 
When did you have it? I've uh, we went there and I had like two of them. Wait, the Tiana one? No, it's just bread pudding. Oh, okay. So they just rethemed it to her. Probably. Oh, okay. I'm getting confused. Tiana doesn't own bread pudding. Sorry. Bread pudding. Okay. Bucky's bread pudding is good, by the way, too. But anyway. Okay. Well, I need to have this again. I wanted to have it last time we were there, and it didn't happen. So guess what we're doing on Sunday? Okay. <laughs> we're gonna go have some of this bread pudding. Banana um, pudding. Banana pudding. Thank you. Gosh, do we like pudding? I love pudding. Okay. Pudding is the best. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of other honorable mentions. Um, let's see. We, did we talked about every like all the countries? Oh, we didn't pick anything from China. Like they have egg rolls, but they're just like and they have dumplings. General but egg you can rolls, get dumplings, dumplings anyway. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to find some of this more. You know, stuff you can't find outside the yeah, parks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, America doesn't really have a lot here, and I mean, they've got some stands around there. The funnel cake, I think, would count the most. Uh, by the way, going through this list, I realized that Mexico, like I don't have a favorite snack from Mexico. Wouldn't that just be margaritas? And here, <laughs> right? They, I guess they have like empanadas at, at Chose right there. Yeah. Empanadas. And they they're really I'm good. not a huge fan of empanadas though. But listen, I realized that anytime I go to Epcot, I just pass through Mexico because it's always so crowded. And I'm just like, I'll go back later or I don't want to deal with it right now. Like, it's always the busiest country in World Showcase. Yeah, it's a hassle to get It's really much. It's such a hassle. So I I think, you know, next time I have some time at World Showcase, I'm going to devote, like, I don't know, at least an hour, at least an hour to Mexico. Because I, it just doesn't give, it doesn't get the attention it deserves. That's what she said. (laughs) Okay. So... That's why I don't have any snacks from there on my list. You don't have to justify why you don't uh, have. You know what? Snacks. I had to justify it to myself. Listen, you like what you like. <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now. I mean, most of mine. I I started looking through mine. I'm like, most of mine are in Germany. Most of them, are, yeah. Germany yeah. and France. I mean, they, you can get they win. If Germany, you can get beer. You can get pretzels. <laughs> you can get sweets. I they got. I mean, they have bratwurst in there somewhere. Yeah. So um, also honorable mention would be the gelato or. Even the cannolis in Italy. I feel like this honorable mention list could go on for a while. It could. There's I'm a lot of food. F- I'm trying Epcot. to skid every country. No, I know. But I there, guess that's bad. There's a lot of good snacks in Epcot. So many good there's snacks. There's tons of good snacks in Epcot. Yep. So. But those were like, I guess would be like our our main favorites. Um, so if you're going to be at World Showcase or Epcot in general and you need a snack idea and it's not a festival, which is only like what, a couple weeks out of the year, <laughs> right? Um, you can find <laughs> the snacks there. Well, even if it is a festival, you can still find these Absolutely. Uh, the festival just kind of overshadows. I feel like it tries to take over. Listen, the festival comes in and steals uh, the people. Yeah. But these snacks, they hold they hold steady. They're like, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. I tell you. I'm telling you, for snacks, though, at Epcot, if, you, if you're wanting to like, consolidate, because Epcot's a big park. Uh, if you just go basically go to, it pains me to say this, go to France and go to Germany, you'll find most of the snacks there. The good stuff, anyways. <laughs> okay. I mean, for us, yes, that that's a, that is our opinion, and we're sticking to it. I feel like it, that's right? actually how it is, because if you look at those pavilions, they're always slammed with people, like, for a reason. I think it's because they go in there and get a lot of stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, there's other there's other countries that are slammed. Italy's always slammed. Not the festival. One. I know. I was kidding. Mm. It's the food. Italian food's great. For whatever reason, the Italian, the Italy pavilion, not very good food. And what <laughs> so. is up? What is up with the pizza at the walk-up window? I know we're getting off topic here, but like, I've heard that the pizza at um, 
what's it called? Um, the pizza place. Oh, I'm forgetting. Oh, what is that called? I forgot. Oh my gosh, Tuta Gusto? No, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is terrible. Tuta Italian. Viennapoli. Oh my gosh, my brain hurts. Um, the I've heard the the pizza at Viennapoli is really good. It's fantastic. But the walk up window isn't as good. It's not and the I, same pizza. And I'm like, why is it not the same pizza? I've brought this point up before. It's a I very great question. It's a missed opportunity because Viennapoli is. It's a sit down, whereas you, you know you go in there and order a giant pizza. Where if you just sell it by the slice and it's the same pizza, you can they make a ton of money and it's really good. Why don't they? I don't <laughs> understand why they make it differently. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. P- Disney has an issue with pizza, and they have one good pizza place, which is Via Napoli, and they're like, you can only have this if you come inside me. <laughs> but it is really okay. good pizza. I mean, okay. I will say so. All right. Anything else you want to add Fair to enough. your list? No, no. I'm just. I, I'm glad we got to do this episode because I don't think we had done a best snacks at Epcot episode ever uh, i bet we have you know what it's probably been a while i know we have an yeah. article about best snacks at epcot which i will have to update okay all right well yeah. here it is i'm glad we i'm glad we did this now i now i want to go back and eat everything i just talked about great okay all right <laughs> I'm just well kidding. <laughs> that will do it for our list <laughs> okay and uh I'll go for one more time on the, the top 10 here we have the liege waffle at connections eatery the macaron at uh in, uh, in France. Les Boulangerie. It's in yep. France. Uh, pretzel bread pudding at Summerfest in Germany. Gingerbread salted caramel buttercream cookie sandwich. Really short to say. At Caramel Couche in Germany. <laughs> uh, then we have the... Kakagori. Kakagori at Kabuki Cafe in Japan. The ice cream martini in France. Mm-hmm. The poutine in the refreshment port over by Canada. Maple popcorn in Canada. Uh, fish and chips over in the UK. And funnel cake in America. America. So. That that's, is our top 10 that's there. That's right. So, if yeah. you guys agree with us, let us know. If you don't agree, just keep it Also here. let us know. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to say keep it to yourself. Okay. No. Fine. Uh, you can if you're watching on YouTube, obviously you can leave uh, whatever in the comments and let us know what <laughs> your real opinion is. If you if you have one, if you think we our choices are bad or good, let us know. You can also contest, uh, contact us on uh, social meds. Social meets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> social meets. I didn't think we were shortening meet. Okay. Listen, I was I, gonna say on the socials, but yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little bit Schmidt here from New Girl. Okay. Social meets. Gotcha. <laughs> As he would say, blamo. <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, yeah. Well, that will do it for the show. So, like Jamie said, uh, you can follow us on social media, uh, TikTok, uh, excuse me, yeah, TikTok, Instagram, uh, the Facebook group is the main places there. We have a Twitter, but it's mostly just to tell you when we have videos and articles and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, And uh, yeah, so, and be sure to check out the website as well, cteam.show. You can check out, we have an article about the best snacks at Epcot and other places as well. You can check that out. Uh, if you want even more content, head over to uh, catch some other shows on the network. We have the CTM Universal Show. We talk about Universal Studios, and that is once a month. And we got a new show coming out there on Monday. And we also have uh, Jamie's Trip Tales, which is our trip report show. And a new one will come out in a few weeks there. Yes. That's once a month. And we have Outside the Bubble, which is where we talk about things outside the Disney World and Universal Studios a bubble for those that are, you know, not wanting to just do theme park stuff and just, you know, venture more into Orlando and Central Florida area. So, uh, but yeah, and like Jamie said, check us out on YouTube. We have video versions of the podcast. We have vlogs. Uh, we got a lot of vlogs coming out. We just had one about Woody's. Or excuse, I keep saying Woody's <laughs> on Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Review, and we also have a uh, you know a, an episode about that that came out on Monday. So if you're curious about that, you can check those out. And uh, yeah, if you want to check out the shirts as well, ctmshirts.com. That's where you go. And if you want to join Club Thirty Two, ctmvip.com is where you would go. So 
All right, well, that will do it for the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.